Welcome to Manufacturing Tomorrow, focusing on advanced manufacturing innovations, solutions, and partnerships that exist in our region now and in the future. Hello there. You are listening to Manufacturing Tomorrow, brought to you by the Ohio Manufacturing Institute at The Ohio State University. I'm Katherine Kelly, your host for this segment. Today we are speaking with Chuck Spielman, superintendent of the Tri-Rivers Career Center. Chuck has been the superintendent at Tri-Rivers since 2007. Uh, During that time, he's worked locally and at the state level to develop and operationalize educational initiatives, including the Robotic and Advanced Manufacturing Technical Education Collaborative, otherwise known as RAMTEC, Training Center. Chuck, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Now you know why we had to shorten that to (laughs) RAMTEC. Yes, I do. So uh, Ramtech's the first training facility of its kind in the state of Ohio, and uh, I know that it, uh, the, the program received a, a $50 million straight-A grant so that uh, high school students, adult students, and incumbent workers can have access to an industrial training center that includes robotic operation, robotic welding, CNC operation, and industrial maintenance. Um, and, and I believe that Tri-Rivers was the first school to get this equipment and, and training program? Yes, we started the project about three years ago and built a state-of-the-art, uh, what we thought was going to be a robotics training center. And then we got into the uh, working with our manufacturers and found out that uh, there's all types of other advanced manufacturing. And so that's why it went to Robotics and Advanced Manufacturing Technology Education Collaborative. And we started working with OSU Marion. Uh, Marion Technical College, and we formed a partnership to look at what pathways could be created to support our local business and industry. So um, in terms of uh, how Tri-Rivers uh, has, has worked in the past, uh, how has this changed uh, the training taking place? Uh, it changed everything. It changed the equipment. It changed the training. It changed everything in the way we view it. Before, education always used to say, here's our product. And uh, we went to manufacturers and said, what is it you need? And we reversed it. But we said, not only what is it you need, are you willing to partner with us? Not, we want a handout. Uh, So we started saying, you need to share your knowledge, your curriculum, uh, your equipment, your instructors. And so we started to form partnerships to the tune now we have uh, $6 billion with a B companies that have partnered directly with Tri-Rivers Career Center and the Ramtech Center to create world-class workforce, which no one, and now with the $14.99 million uh, uh, straight A grant, we're going to be the first state to have a statewide uh, manufacturing response. And so we're really excited about that. Uh, It's got us a lot of attention. Uh, It even got me a few phone calls. Five different states have reached out to say, hey, would you be willing to come here and help us? But I'm a Buckeye through and through. And Ohio has a unique advantage. Uh, We're third in manufacturing in the United States second only to California and Texas, which are both double our size, but they would give anything to have our shale oil reserves. So we have good low energy cost in the future. Our fresh water from our our, our, our Great Lakes to our, our waterways, uh, to our rail system, to our location. Ohio has a unique advantage that uh, if we can take advantage of and uh, utilize, I think in 10 years, we're going to be number one in, the, in, in the, not only just in the United States, 
but we will be a manufacturing hub for the world. Well, I definitely agree with you there. I'm just as biased as you about that. So, <laughs> um, so how, how about uh, talking about what would a, a, a typical student go through? What would the curriculum look like for, um, let, let's say, uh, one of the groups, the um, you know, the adult learner, how, how would this work in, in that case? Well, I'm going to go back a little bit because and, and kind of explain what we started to do because it affects all of them in a very different way. Sure. Uh, one of the things we found, I used to be a superintendent at Shelby City Schools, and every year, even though we had small kids, we were good at football. The reason was we started at a young age teaching kids how to hit, how to run the option, how to do things. And when they got older they were successful and so that was a model we took into this so we started down in the elementary grades the middle school grades and we started with uh, a vex robotic competition to the tune now we sent three uh, teams from our local area to the world competition not national to the world competition held in anaheim california last year we had three local uh, middle school teams we had a number of high school teams uh, from the community college, from our, using our students, and and it was a great experience. When our students came back from the area, and they were taking on the the Chinese national team, and uh, it was a great experience. And and walking in uh, under the U.S. flag uh, that they were competing against the world, those students are changed forever. And so, uh, I think you have to start young, and that's what we started. And then we are focusing on a middle school and the Project Lead the Way, which is ninth grade, to be a connector to our uh, 11th and 12th grade programs. And then we added a 10th grade program so that there wasn't a gap. So 10th graders can come in and get into our engineering track, and they will graduate high school with 30 hours toward a 60-hour uh, mechatronics degree uh, at our community college. What, and all those hours then have transferable to some four-year schools. Uh, it's not the same uh, engineering classes because it's uh, calculus-based is what, like OSU, and, and the community college engineering is algebra-based. Right. And so it's very different, and, and we want to make sure people understand what those pathways are. But it's amazing what uh, the real shortages that exist uh, – all cross engineering shortages exist, but especially in that that two year that algebra based hands on engineering track is a real need, and there's a, a great opportunity. So we're we're trying to share that, make sure students understand all the pathways that are there. But for our high school students, uh, we have three separate tracks that are touched by Ramtech. We have welding students that actually get robotic welding once they've hit all their other certification. We have Ramtech advanced machining students, which will get CNC operation, PLCs, uh, uh, and other type of advanced uh, how to uh, beginning robotic programming, installation, rebuild, uh, repair, troubleshooting. They'll get that. And then we have the engineering track. And so then uh, our high school students. So there's actually three separate programs at the high school level that funnel through Ramtech. And then we're also doing incumbent worker. We're sharing it as a resource to our college partners. Uh, and it is, my goal is to wear the stuff out, not let it rust up. 
Yes, I mean I can definitely uh, see that uh, you know the lab equipment and the uh, and the, the the resources. If you uh, you should keep it twenty four seven as much as possible. Well, and one of the things we found out the the real aha moment came three years ago when I visited a local firm that was do- going through an expansion, and I asked them to partner with us and hire some students, and they said no, and I said, well, why? They said, well, your students don't have the skills we need. And I said, well, what are those skills? And so I sat down, and he, the owner was very honest with me. He was the owner of the company who started going through. And I said, well, do you want to help me or do you want to complain? And we had an honest conversation. He sent his plant manager to our school. And this was in October for the rest of the year, every Thursday, and worked with us and our students on developing the skills that he needed at his place, and then he hired a, a number of our students at the end of the year. And that was the model that we built the entire Ram Tech Center on. We asked people to come to us and partner. We're not looking for a handout, but we found out that the equipment we were training on was the old obsolete equipment, and a business was getting a tax abatement or a rebate to donate it to a, a trade school. And so we were training on the piece of equipment that was so obsolete they weren't using it anymore. And I tell businesses all the time, I'll still take the equipment if it's made of metal because I will recycle it, but I'm going to use the money to buy state-of-the-art equipment. And that is where we're at now. The equipment we have on our floor uh, is exactly what industry is using, and a lot of the industry hasn't been able to even implement yet. We're working very uh, uh, heavily with uh, Fannic CNC. The, the CNC equipment we have, the RoboDrill, is the same one building the iPhone uh, across the world. Yeah, we I have, noticed that on your website, the it, relationship with, with them. It's critical. So, mm-hmm. you, you need to step up and, and use the equipment uh, that industry is using. Uh, and, and that has been a real benefit to us. So you're saying that uh, if a manufacturer has a specific workforce need, that they could uh, you know, give you a call and say, hey, I, I, I need this kind of training from your students. Absolutely. And what we ask for them is to partner with us, mm-hmm. to allow some of our students to have internships, to hire them for summer jobs. Uh, we will buy the equipment if they will support us with curriculum and some instruction. We want a partnership. For far too long, education has seen been seen as the, the people that run around say, we're poor, can you give us a donation? Or only at levy time, uh, can you help us? I don't, I wanna change that attitude. I wanna uh, meet them where their needs are. Because the reality is every community in this state and across the U.S. and across the world is giving away free dirt, trying to build buildings, trying to give away tax abatements. Nobody can solve the workforce issue. And the community that makes a decision to develop the the best workforce in the world is going to be the most successful community. And that's what we're trying to do at Tri-Rivers through the Ramtech Center. Would you ever even go through a levy at this point? Uh, We we lost uh, this last time. Mm -hmm. And and unfortunately, uh, uh, of 49 career centers in the state, we are uh, only 51% of our budget goes to staff salaries and benefits, which is the lowest of all uh, 49 career centers in the state of Ohio. But even with that track record, we lost our last levy handily because we have a uh, community that's been economically depressed for a while. And so uh, we are going to have to go back because now, as a result of that, we are going to make about $800,000 in cuts in the next coming months. But 
at the same time, we have to continue to invest in these state-of-the-art jobs. And so uh, I understand when people say uh, we have a need, but that same levy was a dollar a month was the cost to our average homeowner, a dollar a month, dollar twelve. Um, with the lower gas prices, that's one fill-up that they, that, uh, of savings that they just saved uh, with the do- gas prices dropping a dollar. So I understand what they're saying, but I think we need to continue to work hard to make sure that they understand the service we're providing. Well, thankfully, you have this uh, this great strength in the industry relationships. So um, in, in terms of, uh, of course, there are specific manufacturing needs. Uh, are you also looking at uh, trends in, in manufacturing innovation in regards to workforce? Yeah, the one thing that's going to totally change everything is this new 3D additive uh, manufacturing. Uh, we've partnered uh, – we can't, I can't say enough about uh, some of our uh, elected officials. We've partnered directly with uh, Sherrod Brown, and he's put us in contact with America Makes, and we're in the process of that partnership. And uh, Senator Rob Portman has been to our facility four times now uh, and was talking about the great things we're doing to, at his address today uh, at the Economic Summit. So. Uh, we have friends on both sides of the aisle because everybody understands if you want to improve uh, manufacturing, it's about providing the best workforce. Well, let's talk about that uh, uh, that partnership with America Makes in, in Youngstown. Uh, you had uh, indicated in, in a conversation we had before about uh, the uh, creating the engineering pathways, and uh, you're working with 60,000 middle school students? Yes. Uh, uh, with this grant, uh, we have access to. And so one one of the things we're going to do is through the VEX robotic uh, program, through the hands-on curriculum, each one of the career centers, there's uh, eight additional uh, Ramtech centers going to be built ac- across the state of Ohio. And each one of those will have mobile labs that can go out uh, to take equipment out to the middle schools. And when you look at those number of middle school students that will be affected by the partnerships, it's over 60,000 middle school students. And, uh, uh, you know, obviously a, a number of uh, elementary students that could also benefit from that. But our focus is to get the middle school students involved in the manufacturing industry, understand the pathways, uh, because 50% of the current manufacturing workers hit retirement age in the next 10 years. And uh, it's going to be a huge turnover. And we haven't honored those skilled trades the way we need to, and especially in manufacturing. So I, I've actually visited uh, Tolls, North Central State, and in, in SeaTech uh, over the last month, and, and they're all looking forward to the program arriving on their campuses. Uh, in total, how many of the career technical centers are receiving uh, the uh, resources There's from Ramtech. Eight additional ones being created, uh, along with uh, ours will, will be the hub where all the teachers from the state of Ohio will be trained in Marion, Ohio, at the Ramtech Center. Okay, so they are they are going to be working off of the lessons learned from Tri Rivers. Yes, and that was what that's what got us funded uh, for the expansion. Uh, and our part of the grant was to build a training center, which just was completed. And so we will be training all, uh, not only just uh, high school, middle school uh, teachers across the state. We'll also be training the community college and some other colleges have contacted us and they are going to have their individuals as Fanica uh, Corporation, one of our billion dollar partners, has named us the educational trainer for the state of Ohio. And so we're very excited about that. Uh, This year alone, um, 
we're going to uh, do about a million dollars in outside training that is coming in. Uh, that's not all profit, but there's a lot of profit in there. Um, and next year, we're anticipating about a $2 million uh, outside training coming in. Uh, and that's how our local manufacturers are supporting us. We just took over the Whirlpool Corporation's uh, apprenticeship program. In the fourth year of a four-year program, they brought it to uh, the Ramtech Center. We were excited about that opportunity. I bet you were. Yeah. And so we're, we have a number of other companies uh, that are talking about, would we take over their training? And that's the economy of scale we're going to need. So instead of each company trying to train three or four workers, that we can bring those together and train you know, 30, 40 at a time. Um, and so that is what we're trying to provide. And th they see the partnership. Um, and Fannic Corporation is one. They have Fannic CNC and Fannic Robotics are, are two separate arms of, of, of the major company. But they get calls every day, people wanting to buy their equipment if there's a trained workforce in the area to run it. And so they finally have realized kind of almost what Apple realized years ago. When Apple Computer was about to go under, they invested in education and put it in the hands of students. When those students grew up, guess what they bought? Guess what they understood? And so now these corporations, I, I've sat down with, and, and finally, before, four years ago, they didn't return my calls. Now they're calling me. And so I'm taking that opportunity and I'm sharing that resource with the state of Ohio and our other eight partners because every one of those relationships I signed, I made them sign an agreement that they would share this with any other educational partner that came on board with us. And so that was huge. That's a great approach. Um, you know, given everything that you're doing, uh, I, I can see that uh, – you have a vested interest in this and in the state of, the, of Ohio, and uh, you had mentioned uh, the, the area that you're in right now is is economically depressed. So um, I wanted to get a little bit about uh, your motivations, your story, and how you, you got to this uh, to this point and advocating for this type of workforce development. Well, like everybody, it's almost like what, what you grew up with. My parents were both factory workers. Uh, they were high school dropouts. They were poor, in a poor area. Ran off at 15 and 16 years old and got married. But they're two of the smartest, hardest working people I've ever met in my life. And when they were, uh, Ohio used to have almost 1.2 million manufacturing jobs. Mm -hmm. And now there's only 650,000. So they were part of that downturn. And then, uh, but they both went back. My dad went back, became a real estate agent, did very well. My mom uh, went back to night school and became a cosmetologist, had a very successful beauty salon in Worcester, Ohio, and made something of themselves and always pressed us to go on. I was the, so lucky to have a great public education. I think that uh, I support all school choice, but public education is the true melting pot that it shouldn't matter who you are, what your background is, if you're willing to work, you should have an outstanding teacher in the front of the room uh, willing to engage you. And so that's what I believe wholeheartedly. We need to make sure that we have outstanding teachers in all of our public schools that are willing to engage students wherever they're at, share their experiences, and push them uh, to greatness. Uh, and that, when I came to Tri-Rivers, that was my goal. Uh, every year we get better at it. We're not there. Uh, we, we're not 
thinking we've arrived. Um, but every year we continue to move the ball. We push the boulder up the hill a little bit more. And that is our goal because in our area, they need tri rivers more than ever. <laughs> and we need to be a, a resource uh, to students and our families. Uh, a number of our students are now coming out and getting jobs, making more than their parents are. And when those students come back and with tears in their eyes, they are supporting themselves and many times extended family. But it was that opportunity they, they received at Tri Rivers. These aren't low-level minimum wage jobs. These are living wage jobs. And this is how we're going to rebuild our middle class, not some change the tax structure, do this, do that. Uh, yeah, they probably need to do some of that. But if we're really going to change uh, our communities, it's going to be based upon not how many CEOs we can bring, but how many skilled trade workers can we educate at a very high level. Those are jobs that can never be outsourced, that will not go away. Um, my welders are not living in the basement of their parents like most 85% of college graduates I heard moved back in with their parents. My welders are not moving back with their parents. They're buying pickup trucks and they're moving out and they're, they're in, being involved in our local economy. Uh, so that is my passion. Uh, I want every student to have the opportunity I had. And uh, a lot of that's happening in manufacturing right now, and you're right there at the change of the tide. So yeah. um, so I always ask this question of our guests. Uh, what would surprise us about uh, Tri-Rivers? Oh, I think there's lots that would uh, surprise you about Tri-Rivers. Well, you've already told me some surprising <laughs> things. Uh, I, I think we're not just about, you know, a lot of people lately said, oh, I hear about your Ramtech Center, your robotics. We're not a one-trick pony. We have, I think, one of the state's best uh, uh, veterinary science programs. Uh, we have outstanding auto tech and culinary arts and, and uh, fire academy and, and a police academy, you know, beginning training. We have so many wonderful opportunities for students. And that is my job to continue to push it. But this is a hot area. Ramtech gets a lot of attention. And I think with this, but I'm not going to sit back like the partnership with America Makes and the 3D additive. Uh, we started last week on an expansion to, to do that, uh, but it's paid for out of the Ramtech profits. Uh, and that's something people don't always understand. That money that comes into the Ramtech is in a separate budget and can only be used in that area. Mm -hmm. um, so th it's a good thing and a bad thing, uh, but it has allowed that program to continue to grow. But my commitment is to all of our students and how many wonderful things, you know, if a student comes out with their college metallurgy degree out of high school, if they were to go to beauty school, it's $11,000. But in high school, it's free if you take that opportunity. So, and career tech is not the career tech of old. It's not the less than, uh, you know, less if you can't make it in college. 40% of our students are going on to college. Uh, a lot of them are going right out in the workforce and working. Um, some are going to the military and, and, and some are making other decisions. But uh, a high quality career in technical education is something all students should at least take a look at. Well, Chuck, it's been a pleasure.